0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to Valley Business Radio, where we tell the stories that traditional media tends to ignore and help connect you to the right people. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian McIntyre, and I'm joined in the studio by Scott Hansen, publisher of the Arizona 100. Scott, it's good to have you back. It's great to be here. Every couple of weeks, we do one of these preview episodes because the Arizona 100 is a twice monthly publication. It's published online. Uh, We'll give details for how to subscribe for that at the end of this segment, but it's always fun to get you in here to talk a little bit about what's coming up and the lens that opens up on activities around the state of Arizona. So what's in this issue?
1: Well, I think I think uh, you, you've really set the stage for it. The Arizona 100 is sort of a snapshot of what's going on out there in Arizona and sometimes beyond. Um, so in this upcoming edition, um, you know, this is sort of the travel season. I know you're getting ready to go on vacation. And uh, many of us here in the, this office uh, here at HMA Public Relations have been in and out uh, on vacation. Arizona had a record number of visitors in 2018, uh, 45.4 million people came to the state. That's a staggering number to me. That's
0: enormous. That's, fact, uh, it, what is that? I'm not good with math, so I should never try to do this, but that's that's at least uh, eight times the population of the Metro Phoenix area.
1: Right, or all of the population of Canada or all the population of California. Right. Uh, coming to Arizona, spending $24.4 billion. So that really does, Uh, have a significant role in driving the economy here in our state, the Grand Canyon State. In fact, um, next May, uh, HMA Public Relations will be hosting the Public Relations Global Network meetings here, where we will have 50 PR firm owners from around the world coming. And so we'll be contributing to this whole uh, tourism uh, economic prosperity.
0: Well, it's great to be in such a vibrant business community that is also a destination. I mean, the number of conferences and conventions and and meetings and things of that nature. And of course, both the state tourism board and Visit Phoenix, the city of Phoenix's tourism office, promoting a lot of exciting things around the state. That I did not realize how large those numbers were. Right. That's incredible. And
1: of course, we've got the Grand Canyon too. Don't forget about that. And some of the things that people come to the state for um, in the next edition of the Arizona 100, we're uh, talking about the Cactus League. Uh, they've appointed Bridget Bimsbacher as the organization's first executive director Uh, She's a Phoenix, I'm sorry, a Peoria City Council member, and she's been involved with the Cactus League for a long time and uh, certainly will give the Cactus League some uh, maybe direction and some stability. Not that it's unstable, but having somebody on board full time to really run it.
0: Now, Scott, I know that's a topic that's near and dear to your heart. It is. (laughs) I don't know if there's anyone in the state of Arizona that knows more about high school athletics uh, than you. I know you're actively involved in in baseball and a variety of things. So this must be exciting to see the direction that that's taking.
1: It really is. And, and of course, having lived here my whole life, seeing how the Cactus League has just exploded and become what it is today. Uh, but not just the Cactus League. People come to Arizona to see the uh, Waste Management Phoenix open. Um, And we also have an article in the next Arizona 100 about the Thunderbirds who host that. uh, The the Waste Management Phoenix Open presented by the Akjin Indian community has named Tim Woods as the chairman for the 2020 edition. Uh, It's called the People's Open uh, because it really has taken on a life of its own, uh, attracting uh, some 700,000 people over the course of uh, the week. Uh, It's just an unbelievable event and, uh, again, a very big part of the tourism draw for Arizona.
0: Yeah, you know, and having the auction Indian community as a presenting sponsor really connects it to a wide variety of local and cultural initiatives. And it's exciting to see, you know, that's a relatively small uh, one of the urban tribes, but playing a major role in activities in our state. And that's always heartwarming to see.
1: It is. And, you know, speaking of small, the Thunderbirds is not a very large organization either. And those guys drive and run this unbelievable event annually. That's marvelous. So kids are getting ready to go back to school. Yes, they are. So we have an article by Barry Chase, the Chase Building Team. Uh, Chase Building Team has completed work on three schools in the Phoenix area. Uh, one of them is at the Desert Oasis Elementary School. Uh, they had a 30,000-square-foot expansion. Uh, another one is the West Point High School. It's a 69-acre campus, uh, and uh, that's... Uh, in a partnership with Luke air force base out on the west side of uh, the valley. And then uh, the Biltmore Academy prep uh, chase built an 8,000 square foot gymnasium along with a um, revamped multipurpose and a lab and uh, flex learning spaces, which sort of seems to be the thing now.
0: You know, it's, it's fascinating to me. Every time we hear from Chase building team, they are doing something innovative and interesting that touches so many lives. You know, they work on, on public infrastructure projects, they work in the private sector, but it's the educational projects and the nonprofit projects that I think really showcase some of their unique ability to partner with communities and with leaders of particular organizations to deliver some unique arrangement of space and, uh, and facilities and resources. And uh, it's just it's just really fun to see them at the leading edge of uh, creating these kind of buildings and these kind of campuses.
1: Right, it is. It, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful combination of creativity, expertise, uh, all rolled into one. Yes. So also uh, from Southern Arizona, uh, the Pasquayaki tribe has broken ground on a new health and social services building. Um, Raquel Aviles uh, of the Pasquayaki tribe has uh, written an article. This new facility uh, will eventually employ 200 people there um, it's expected to be completed um, in late 2020 or early 2021 and really I think demonstrates the commitment that the pasquiaqui tribe leadership has for its people and and really to bring all of the health services uh, that they provide to their community members into one building one facility. And I think that's really a plus for them down there. And, you know, that's there's,
0: there's a practicality to that that I think sometimes gets overlooked. We've had a number of nonprofits in here that are running very large medical and behavioral health services, and they talk about the importance of integrating Uh, their services. And this means more than just making sure all their filing systems talk to each other. The ability of a case manager to walk down the hall and consult with somebody from another specialty and kind of really serve the population by having everything under one roof, um, it really brings the the humanity back to these essential services.
1: Right. And I also think it really goes a long way in helping uh, cement that sense of community. Absolutely. For sure. So we were talking about growth throughout the state. Uh, Pioneer Title has opened up a new branch in the uh, Desert Ridge area. Uh, Tom Davis of Pioneer has written an article for the Arizona 100 uh, talking about the new Pioneer Title office. Um, It's on High Street in the Desert Ridge Uh, area. And uh, that area is just getting ready to explode again. Very vibrant set of uh, things going on there at High
0: Street. And, you know, for a state whose revenues are in large part driven, at least at one level of the business uh, landscape by real estate, uh, you know, having leading agencies like Pioneer Title really, you know, a a family-owned business providing some of these core services are an essential part of the engine that's fueling our growth.
1: Right. And Pioneer is really a great example. They've got 75 locations across the state. Uh, they've had seven new branches open in the past 18 months. So they're a great example of, as you just said, growth in Arizona, stability, uh, and really uh, demonstrating a commitment to the state and, and the real estate market. And, and some of these
0: smaller communities as well that are that are spread around. Um, you know, having 75 locations throughout the state is itself a testament to their commitment to not just being in the urban core.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the Arizona 100 is about all of Arizona. Uh, So it's not just the urban core where we're seeing a lot of activity. Uh, We have an article uh, about Goodyear where Compass Data Centers is bringing a new data center to Goodyear. Um, It's going to be built on 225 acres out there in Goodyear. That's huge. Yeah, and Goodyear's not done. I mean, uh, Microsoft has chosen Goodyear and El Mirage. Uh, for locations for the development of three new world-class data center campuses. Um, And I think what's interesting about this is that Microsoft intends for these campuses to be powered with 100% renewable energy. Yeah, so important. You know, the,
0: the data center market is certainly booming. And I don't know a lot about the technicalities of it, but I do know we're talking about relatively large installations, high demand for power and water, in some cases for cooling. But they certainly are at the forefront of positioning... Arizona. I mean, I have a website that's run right out of the NAP here in Phoenix, which is one of the, you know, if the internet has major stops, there's like eight of them and there's one here. Mm-hmm. So really seeing the growth of um, the, the infrastructure for data in the Valley, you know, it creates a few jobs in the large scheme of things, at the facilities themselves, but a large number of jobs in all of the ancillary service providers that then come because the data centers are there.
1: Right. And that economic impact is so, so important. And, you know, we're talking about big names. We have mentioned Microsoft. Well, AT&T has unveiled a new state-of-the-art customer call center in Mesa. Um, and that is creating 500 jobs, and it's a 97,000-square-foot facility um, at ATT, AT&T's corporate campus out there. And, you know, as you just mentioned, so 500 jobs – Plus, all the service providers, uh, the vendors, all that stuff out in the area. It,
0: it really, every one of these installations creates its own little microcosm, its own ecosystem. Uh, And of course, then it has impacts on transportation. You know, we see conversations about the light rail initiative. It has transport, it has impacts on housing as companies locate large numbers of their employees here. Of course, they're looking for a high quality of life, which Arizona can provide. And it really drives many, many different facets of the economy, not just the tech.
1: Sure does. You know, we saw that years ago with Intel when they first came into the marketplace and, and the improvement in the schools and in and around their facilities because they needed that for their employees. And I think this is, an extension of that.
0: Yeah. It's very exciting to watch this growth happen right in front of our eyes.
1: Right. Just different names. That's all. Um, And Eric Olson from Fast Turtle has an article in the next Arizona 100 talking about content marketing and the key media metrics. Of course, businesses are using media channels to engage an audience. You use it. We use it here. Um, But when visitors share content with their own followers, it really does create a sense of credibility. And that's what uh, Eric talks about in his article uh, in the next Arizona 100.
0: Yeah, and Fast Turtle, certainly one of the leaders in uh, the kind of digital landscape, everything from SEO to content marketing to PPC to everything in between. Great to have them weighing in on this topic. The Arizona 100 comes out twice a month. How do people subscribe to, it's a free publication. How do they get it in their inbox?
1: Well, they can visit the Arizona100.com and click on the button to subscribe and they'll get it twice a month. And by listening here, they get a preview of what's coming in every new
0: edition. Scott Hansen, publisher of the Arizona 100. Thank you so much for joining us here in the studio today.
1: Adrian, thanks for having me.
0: For all of us here at Business Radio X, this is Dr. Adrian McIntyre, and we'll see you next time on Valley Business Radio.